This is Coach Joel Hicks, the ex-coach of the Pulaski County Cougars, and it's crunch time. Studios of WPLY in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia. This is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. You hear a little energy in my voice? Oh yeah, I just hear. a little bit. Just a little. I mean, it is playoff time, guys. Playoffs. It's crunch time, baby. Playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> playoffs, playoffs. Oh man, I tell you what, uh, what a uh, a great start to the weekend. Um, you know, there's several games on Saturday right now. Yes. So you know, we're not done. We're actually we're probably about halfway through. But um, we are glad to be back on air uh, this Saturday. Uh, welcome to the weekend. Um, it's crunch time, baby. I mean, the spring <laughs> edition. Captain Crunch here. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY your weekly area high school football radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. Um, so some teams, you know, in the playoffs, some teams it's one and done, and others it's get it done and move on. And and that's what we saw last night. Our hats off. Our hats are off to those teams, uh, win or lose, that made it this far. Yeah. Uh, hard work has gone in. Uh, in, in some cases, uh, you know, the dreams continue, and others, in other cases, you know, they're dashed. Um, that's why it's, you know, it's, it's all or nothing right now. And, and, uh, you know, that's tough sometimes to watch. Um, but it's also fun to see the kids move on. Uh, but we'll get to all that. Uh, let's set the studio, uh, in here today, directly due north. Don't, I don't have a compass. Right. (laughs) Due north is coach Randy Lefwich, uh, sandwich between us. I always like to say sandwich. Mm. Yeah, I know. It makes me hungry, too. Yeah. Sandwich between us, Mr. B. Uncommon, the gatekeeper of CrunchNVP.com uh, for great high school sports photos in Roanoke, Lynchburg, and New River Valley. CrunchNVP.com. Welcome, guys. Good to see you. Good morning. Good morning, Carl. <laughs> very official today. Very official. We're That's very what happens official when you get today. to the playoffs. Exactly. I mean, you know, you got you know, we got a process. You know, you got to keep everything in order. First, hey, first of all, I want to thank our our sponsors, uh, Haley Toyota, Chuck Baker. What a great what a great man uh, supports uh, you know local sports and a lot of local things here in the area. We really appreciate his sponsorship. Virginia Furniture Market, great people over there. I'm telling you, if you haven't been in there, and, and I will tell you this, you know the crunch, the printed crunch that we hand out is in in the Virginia Furniture Market locations. And uh, we really appreciate you going into our sponsors and picking up the crunch because a lot of these sponsors, they use that as a barometer of how well the crunch is working. And Virginia Furniture Market, man, a couple of their locations, I'm telling you what, people are going in and picking them up. That really helps us. It helps Virginia Furniture Market because they're getting traffic in there and they've got some great stuff. I mean, if you look on the porches of their store, they've got a lot of great outdoor furniture. I mean, it's fun to go out there and look and see what they've got. Great prices. You're not going to get any better price around the area. And they just do a great job. Uh, the Dogwood, Dogwood Restaurant, my good friends over there. Great place to eat. Pittman Construction, Walt Derry and his crew. 
uh, do a fantastic job. If you have a remodel project or you really anything around your house, start with Pittman. They can really kind of set you up. Mirius Group, uh, those guys, uh, Stuart Barnes and Jay Harlow and, and the crew over there do a, do a great job. Uh, Custard Stand Chili. Mm, nice. Ah, uh, give me some of that. That's it. Custard Stand Chili. And Mama D's. Uh, the Deanna's over there. I, hey, I just, I don't know if anybody's looking on Facebook. I just got my hair cut this Man, week. Looks good too, Carl. Looks good. I'm I'm getting thumbs up. Well, not really, but I am. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, Hold yeah. On. There's a thumbs up. I'm getting acknowledgement. Uh, those girls do a great job. Need to get over there. It's, you know, it's a great place to go and just kind of, I spent, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes just talking to Deanna, just, you know, rapping. Yeah, they're watching this morning. They're watching this morning. We're, yeah. we're glad of that. Uh, great ladies over there, and that's a great place to get your hair cut. Um, and then thank you, uh, thanks to you, the fine folks uh, out there listening, uh, maybe watching on Facebook uh, Live, but uh, we couldn't have a show, wouldn't have a show without you guys. We really appreciate you tuning in. All right, so um, week seven. Mm. First week of the 2021 Virginia High School League Spring Football Playoffs uh, are in, are, are partially in. Again, we've got uh, a lot of games today. All right, gentlemen, let's let's do our normal Saturday morning uh, quick campfire circle here. I want your thoughts on a game or two that caught your eye. Um, let's start with Coach. Coach, what, what, what got you last night? You know, the big game that got me last night, and a lot of people I know would sit there and say, you know, was it Brookville? Was it, you know, Salem? Nothing, William Fleming Kermit. <laughs> Let me tell you, they Coach made alma a, mater is what exactly. we call it. <laughs> you know, they made a statement last night, and I and I really think you've got to remember. You know, Jamar Lovelace come in to uh, William Fleming in 2018, and Fleming had went through a period of, you know, you just didn't know their identity. They were right. they were really uncertain. They were really unsure about a thing, and and, and look, made no secret about it that this was not a program that was on the rise. You felt like it was moving, but it, it it wasn't to a point where you felt like this was a playoff caliber team. Jamar Lovelace comes in, sets this team, focuses on the guys first. He, right. he literally set a foundation for these young men and saying, look, we're going to be young men. We're going to be men before anything else. Nice. Football will take care of itself, but we've got we've to make sure you're young men. Teaches them to be young men, puts it out there for them, they roll in last night, 600 yards of total offense. Whoa. That is a huge number. 600 That's total yards of offense. You, you you sit there and you and you look at the youth on this team. You know, quarterback's going to be back. Line's going to be back. Running backs are going to be back. The English kid is a sophomore. He's going to be back. This is a team we've got to watch for the next couple years because, boy, they, they've got some youth there and – you know, in a perfect world, I know everybody was kind of waiting for that. If, you know, if PH wins, oh, Fleming yeah, wins, yeah. we're heading towards that, you know, that connection we there. We were hoping for that. We were we were waiting for that, you know, and we just didn't get that last night. Right. But, right. hey, I was really impressed with William Fleming last night. I think William Fleming, out of, out of all the games I saw, and, it, and this is not because I went to William Fleming, <laughs> but out of all the games I saw last night. It doesn't hurt, night, though. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. Out of all the games I saw last night, I really think Fleming made a statement of knocking on the door going, hey, guys, we're here, and we're ready to play some ball. Yeah. Way to go, Colonels. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And, and the game you're referring to, uh, Patrick Henry lost 14-7 to to Mountain View at they home. Did. Yeah. 
uh, really uh, heartbreaking because, uh, you know, Patrick Henry had a great season going on. Only one loss up to that point and really just couldn't generate the points, you know, no. last night. But we were hoping for a P.H. Fleming um, that matchup. Yeah, the next yeah. next week, but uh, it just wasn't to be. Yeah, so Fleming will get Mountain View next week. And so hopefully... At home. At home. Yeah, no, because what was it? PH was number one. It was, is right. that right? And yeah, then Fleming right. came in on the, the second. So now everything, if Fleming continues to win, they get everything at home, correct? That's right. Yeah, look at that. Well, up until the state. Up until the state, but that's what I'm saying. Across the state. Yeah. And we hope to have that problem. Exactly. We'd love to see That'd be a nice problem final. to have. So. I'm telling you what, that, that uh, you know, Region 5, or the, the Class 5 is tough. It is. I mean. It really it, is. All these classes are tough because we're getting to the point where um, the teams are so good that make it this far. Sure. That uh, even the favorites right. uh, better not let their guard down. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it would be tough. It's going to be tough for them to get there. But, hey, they're in it. They're in it. Yep. They're in it. And one of the other games that uh, took place Thursday night, the Pulaski County game, and, yeah. we, and we spoke about it last week. I, I think everybody was kind of watching Mark Dixon to see how Pulaski County would react to losing the last two of the season. And it just it looked like it just carried over. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, look, they're young. This yeah, is Mark Dixon's yeah. first season at Pulaski County. I, I'm really impressed with what he did with those guys. But you just kind of felt like they were just just getting overmatched at the end. Of yeah, the and that was GW Danville forty two, Pulaski County thirty five for yeah. that score. Yeah, so you just felt like you know they were they were just getting a little bit overmatched. Yeah, I, I don't know if I see it as as um, carried over because I mean obviously they they lost their last three, but I'm telling you what, this GW Danville uh, they only lost one game this year. That's it. Yeah, and they lost to the Lord Botetourt Cavaliers. Sure. And yeah, it was a beatdown early, yeah. but Lord Botetourt beats down a lot of people yes so i don't know if that that's a good barometer of that but that's that's a that's a good observation there coach uh, jimmy uh what what uh what caught your eye yeah the game that and of course you know uh, as i referred to the three stooges we were at the game last night it was uh in in at Who are the three stooges, the three Stoo- stooges would be me nuke and mike dermont which so one the, am i yeah i'm i'm curly and I think you're Larry and Mike's Mo. Yeah, so anyway, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's an old story. exactly. So anyway, <laughs> but this, you know, we started our year out watching LCA and Brookville, and yeah, we saw right. Brookville win. And but you know, as we've said before, and I hear you guys say it every week, it's hard to beat a team twice. And um, there was a different energy there last night. LCA came out, and um, you know, we'll talk more about it, but. There was just a different energy with the game, and um, it, and and of course, you know, LCA prevailed and will move on. And uh, Brookville, you know, gets their first loss, which is terrible to get your yeah. first loss and and that be it. And In we the first saw, round of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and we saw a lot of that emotion last night, which was always very difficult to see. Yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah, it was a it was a good game last night. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's one that we were watching closely. Obviously, we thought that was a great game. We went to it to cover it. And, uh, you know, we knew somebody was going to be done after that game out of two really good teams. Yes. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, you know, in the playoffs a lot of times, this happens year in and year out. It's not always, in my opinion, it's not always the two best teams that end up in the state championship. Sometimes they meet before that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you forget about that. And these are, right. these are two of the best teams in the state. I know uh, Coach Rocco, I overheard him on an interview at the end of the game. Coach Rocco is the coach for... Uh, LCA, Liberty Christian, and he said, hey, within five miles, we have three teams that are, you know, 
uh, three of the best in the state. Sure. Here in Lynchburg. Yeah. And he's right. That's it. I mean, Heritage, Brookville, and LCA, but they can't all make it to the state finals. Well, and you're, you know, and the thing we're watching right now is we're watching LCA. We were watching Brookville. You kind of forgot about Heritage a little bit, but guess who's coming on? Yes. You know, they're looking really good right now. So I think Heritage is really liking the fact that, yeah, you focus on these guys. <laughs> we'll take care of our business. And we're going to show up somewhere when you're not anticipating us to show up. And I feel like Heritage is going to be somebody's nightmare before it's all said well, and done. Well, they were Rockbridge County's nightmare yes. uh, last night. Yeah. They beat them 48-10. to 10. And uh, Coach Bradley, you never want to sleep on Coach Bradley, especially no. in the playoffs. Nope. He just gets his kids ready to go. He got his quarterback back. Sure. Uh, Cam Burns is back. And, you know, he got his running back that's been hurt, the sophomore, uh, last name is Steele's back. Right. He's got the Booker kid back who's a great – I mean, he's yeah. got people coming back. That's it. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. That's a great call out. You don't want to – you know, you don't want to overlook Heritage ever. Um, my games, uh, you know, uh, GW Danville and Pulaski County was a game that I was looking at. Thomas Dale and Franklin County on Thursday night. Yes. Um, you know, Franklin County, that, that was a 41-31 win by Thomas Dale. And, you know, Thomas Dale's undefeated. Yeah. And Franklin County, it was, a, I think, a 24-21 game. Uh, late in the third, and uh, Thomas Dale returned a kickoff for a touchdown. Right. So, you know, that's the kind of one-play backbreaker that's hard to overcome in playoffs. And, you know, Coach J.R. Edwards is doing a good job with Franklin County. He's growing that team up. And, you know, that's just a play you can't let happen. you got to get that guy on the ground. Yeah. And uh, you got to make him earn it. And not that the, the, the run wasn't an earn. I think it was a 96-yard return. But, you know, you got to make him drive the field sure. to beat you. And that's just hard to overcome. But but that team is coming. I, you know, I really like Coach Edwards over there. Uh, and, and the other game I'm going to call out real quick is, guys, Narrows yes. gave up its first point Look of at the that. season. Look at that, the Fighting Blues. And not only that, they were behind 8 yes. to nothing. 8 nothing in the first quarter. Wow. 8 to nothing. They gave yeah. up their first points, and they were behind for the first time all year long. Never, not to worry though. No. They came back no. and they took care of business and and beat Perry McClure and they move on. But um, that's an interesting story though because yeah. we've been watching them. They hadn't been scored on all year. Yeah, no, it's been fifty four zero, fifty four zero, thirty nine zero. I'm talking. This team made it all the way to the playoffs without giving up one point. That's unbelievable. That's that's a good run. That's a good run. Yeah. And they only gave up eight last night. Right. So. And it was a long pass. It that's was a it. Seventy seven yard pass. So yeah. But anyways, all right, coach. What's going on over at Canales? Well, you know. Right now, the big thing that, and you guys will love this, <laughs> we've got our hamburger. We've got our traditional, you know, smokehouse burger. We are now adding pork to it, and it's now called the meat sweats. Oh, my god! So goodness. we meat want you to, yes, I'm sweating right now. Exactly. It is a lot of meat. It is a lot of meat for one burger. So come over. It's two patties. It's pork. It's red sauce. It's all the fixings. You've got to come over, and we we just tell people you got to come over and get the meat sweats at Canale. So, yeah. so would you meet your friends over there? Coach? You'd meet your friends, really. I see what you done there. You know. Well, and coach, I I was in there Friday, and yeah. Now that you say that, I saw that yes. sandwich and wondered what it was. Yeah. So I did not know. That's no, that's pretty it, wild. Yeah, there was the, a siding, a meat sweat siding. I, there was. There was. I peered into the kitchen. Yeah, because uh, I was delivering the crunch there where. Yes. We would encourage you while you're at Canales getting food to pick up a crunch. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, I saw the double pattied, and uh, I don't think that the barbecue had been put on it yet, so it wasn't yeah, a full no. meat sweat. At it, that point. it is so. This burger is so big, we cannot get it into a box. Wow. So if you order Any it to box. go, no box. 
<laughs> Wait a minute, coach. Wait a minute, coach. You know, a to-go box. Any box that you want. Uh, any box, box that we yeah. have. Not a, you know, not a, you know, not a UPS box. But uh, no, we have to wrap this thing in order for you to take it with you because wow. it is so big it will not fit in a to-go box. Wow. So 1731 Grandin Road, right there beside the post office. We're in the big yellow mansion, first floor there. And we did have a gentleman come in the other day, and he walks in, he looks at us, and he goes, I'm not getting anything to eat. I just need to pick up my crunch. How about oh, that? Bring it on. And I said, well, there it is. And he, he wasn't talking about pork rinds either, wasn't, was he? He wasn't talking about yeah. pork rinds. He, he got his copy of the Great. crunch, and right out the door he so, went. So, uh, Coach, just to back up a second. So, is this sandwich so big that if you flew on a plane with it, you'd have to buy a ticket for it? Yes. <laughs> wow. You'd, you'd have to buckle it in its own seat. <laughs> Now, with Canales and everything, we got the meat sweats at Canales. Now, what can we get over at the Dogwood? Oh, man, you can get everything you want. But before we go to the Dogwood, I, I do, you know, we're talking about picking up the printed version of Crunch, you know, all over town. And one place, if you really want to help us, one group that we're working on really hard right now is Food Line. Food Line yes. is a great partner with us. We've got a number of Food Line locations around the valley where you can pick up the Crunch. It's right there at the customer service counter. And um, the Crunch is free, so... But if you'll go into Food Lion and get your crunch there, uh, of course, we've got a lot of great places, Haley Toyota and the Dogwood and just a lot of places you can pick up the crunch. But make Food Lion one of your stops, too. It really helps us with the advertisers. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to help crunch and keep us going, you know, uh, make sure you say something to the folks at Food Lion that you're really glad that it's in there. Yeah, yep. I noticed the other day right here behind the radio station, the Food Absolutely. Line right there. Yep. You walk right in there to the service counter and there's the little... Thing you can pick your crunch up right at. in front, and yeah. it's clean. It looks good, and it's great to you know give the kids a stage. Yes, you know we're talking about the kids and their sports, and it's great to see them in, in those kind of locations. All right, so um, the dogwood. I mean, yeah. talk about getting hungry. There you uh, go. I mean, I you know every time I think of the dogwood, I you know great breakfast, great lunch, great people, uh, and not just the people that work there. I mean, it's a who's who when you walk in there. You're liable to see anybody in there. Sure. You might see the mayor in there. You might, you know, the mayor event. You might see, who knows who you're going to see in there. Yeah. Famous right. people, whatever. Jimmy. Famous yeah. people like Jimmy. That's yeah. it. Jimmy's you know, in there all the time. He'll sign photos for you. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes when I'm looking for Jimmy, that's where I look. Ex that's first place. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, of course, Jimmy's going to get what, chicken livers? Yep. I'm, I, but I will tell you, and I mentioned this last time, I'm, I've been pulled over to the, the burger I know that that's one of your favorites, Carl, Look but yeah. it's, uh, you know, and those little house chips that they make mm. dipped in honey mustard. Wow. I'm telling you. Did you have to mention honey I'm mustard? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I I'm had to. I'm not a mustard fan. Yeah, he's not. Oh, okay. I mean, that makes my skin crawl, but no, okay, that's fine. Some people like it. Yes. Hey, teach his own. That's it. All right, great show today. Uh, our Haley has it for less. Haley Toyota Crunch Time Legends of the Game. Uh, Pulaski County coach Joel Hicks, one of our favorites. Uh, that's a great interview with him. We'll be chatting up this week's games, jumping around and pulling our thoughts and comments together. You won't want to miss the Jimmy thing today. I'm telling you what, Jimmy's worked hard on this one, and it's a cool story. Mm. Uh, and then five things you need to know about high school football. This week's coming up. The Great Eight or the Great Debate poll will be coming up. And, uh, Jimmy, before we go to our first break, go ahead, go ahead and give us a rundown of the scores. All right, so this is week seven and week one of the playoffs. So we've got Auburn 63, Bath County 14. Bassett, 24, Floyd County, 13, Giles, 30, Fort Chiswell, 6, Magna Vista, 23, Northside, 20, William Bird, 39, Wilson Memorial, 12, Holston, 46, Castlewood, 7, 
Narrows, 28. Perry McClure, 8. Galax, 41. George Wythe, 21. Lunenburg Central, 62. William Campbell, 32. Riverheads, 58. Alta Vista Combined, 13. Glenver, 23. Dan River, 21. Abingdon, 42. Carroll County, 0. Liberty Christian Academy, 42. Brookville, 14. Heritage, 48. Rockbridge County, 10. Salem, 24. Amherst, 7. Tuscarora, 56. John Hanley, 0. William Fleming, 63. Harrisonburg, 21. Mountain View, 14. Patrick Henry, 7. Appomattox County, 41. Radford, 12. Stewart Straff, 45. Buffalo Gap, 20. Thomasdale, 41. Franklin County, 31. And GW Damble, 42. Pulaski County, 35. All right, thank you, Jimmy. All right, we're going to go to a quick break. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Come to Virginia Furniture Market for a great selection of reclining furniture with the latest in power reclining technology and up to 36 months, no interest financing. We're online at vafurnituremarket.com. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. Hey, Roanoke, spring is sprung, and now is the time to get that Toyota you've always wanted. This month, we are featuring the all-new Venza. With rebates up to $22.50 or rates as low as 1.9% APR, it's a great time to get Toyota's latest and greatest. In addition, get rebates up to $12.50 or rates as low as 1.9% APR on the number one selling RAV4. Due to a record march, we also have a great selection of local trade-ins. Just in time for those tax returns. Spring is sprung, and remember, Haley has it for less. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with Amerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Do, 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 haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price. I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6. And Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop. I'm Brambleton. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. 
Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. Come to Virginia Furniture Market for a great selection of reclining furniture with the latest in power reclining technology and up to 36 months, no interest financing. We're online at vafurnituremarket.com. Crunch time, everybody. First week of playoffs. Remember, there are only four weeks of playoffs. So, you know, the last being the state championships. So this year, the state, and this year, the state finals will be on the other side of the state for the most part. Mm, right. uh, basketball was over on our side of the state, the finals. And then, you know, in football, I don't know how they decided it, but they're going to be over there. It's not going to be a, you know, it's not like the double, like it has been in the past where the, you know, the three and four A finals are at liberty it's actually you know the the highest seat over there gets to host the you know the state championships so they're going to be spread out all over the place sure so you know i you know we like to catch a couple games but you know we'll do whatever uh to cover you know our teams but all right so let's spend a little time here talking a little bit more about these games i'll start you know uh we talked about a little bit about the thomas dale 41 to 31 win over franklin county uh you know thomas dale 438 yards rushing, uh, led by Brandon Rose, who had 165 yards. So, you know, they really grounded out uh, on on the ground uh, against uh, the Eagles. Eli Fouts, the quarterback for Franklin County, 13 for 18, 213 yards, uh, three touchdowns. Josh Luckett, wide receiver. Luckett, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, had uh, two uh, receiving touchdowns, 108 yards on five catches. Uh, J. Ron Smith, the running back there, you know, uh, had 27 carries for 121 yards in a TD and also caught a touchdown pass. Okay. So, you know, the Eagles squad, like I said, they trailed, you know, 20, 24, it was close, and then they gave up that long sure. kickoff return for a touchdown. So, uh, you know, Thursday night, that was the end of their season, but, you know, our hat's off to them. Great, great season. For and, you know, and a lot of people, one of the things, these two games with Pulaski County and Franklin County kind of popped up on Thursday, and a lot of us didn't know that these yeah. games had been moved. And so, you know, the reason they were moved, they were concerned about weather. And that was one of the things that I was getting from people was like, I didn't even know these two teams were playing. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate. It you know, really it's is. Kind of the COVID year. It really is. And it's kind of, you know, just it, it's or just trying to keep up with the schedules these this year because of COVID and everything going on. But these two games got moved to Thursday because yeah. of weather concerns. Yeah, that's a good call out. Yeah. Next one, GW Danville, 42-35 over Pulaski County. Again, another Thursday night game. This was Coach Mark Dixon for the Cougars' first year. I call it a success. Oh, I easy. Mean, yeah. He had no time with these kids, really. came in, and, man, they're already starting to look like a Mark Dixon team. The line is strong. Uh, you know, they, they want to run the ball. They will throw the ball. The defense was tough. Sure. Um, you know, they just, you know, give him another year or two. Right. And I'm telling you what, we're going to be talking a lot about the Cougars at Pulaski County. Oh, yeah. No, this is, look, when Mark Dixon came in, you kind of felt like this was the perfect fit yes. for Pulaski. Yeah. This was a hard-nosed guy. This is a guy that he, he really gave you the sense of Joel Hicks. Yeah. You know, you really felt like this was going to be that style of football. And watching this team this year, you saw that. Yeah. And so I think, you know, we'll be talking about Mark Dixon for a long time here with Pulaski. County. They're excited down there, no doubt about it. But, you know, they jumped out to a 14 nothing lead on a TD pass from Drew Dalton to Ethan Gallimore. Gallimore kid was fantastic this yeah. year. 
uh, for them. And and a fumble return by Diego Turner. That gave sure. them a 14 to nothing lead. But, you know, uh, mm. GW, GW Danville came back and, and took the lead. And, uh, you know, they got up 42-21 late. Right. And Pulaski County does not quit. No. They scored two late touchdowns. Uh, Keontae Kennedy mm-hmm. had a six-yard TD run. And uh, Dalton hit Chase Dotson on an 11-yard TD pass and got tight. And they were actually driving to tie the game. Sure. With 33 seconds left, uh, they threw an interception at the one-yard line. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. What a game. That's I'm it. telling you what. Um, and GW Danville, uh, you know, Willie Edmonds scored three touchdowns. And uh, Shakobi Hairston, uh, there's always a Hairston down there. Always. That's a family name. It really in Martinsville is. And, GW, and, and Danville, there's always a Hairston. Yeah. Um, but but he had two touchdowns. So, you know, a uh, tough way to go out. But, again, uh, you know, no shame in that game. No, no not at all. All right. So, uh, Coach, you want to you wanna talk about uh, Fleming and Harrisonburg a little bit more? I mean, this was, what, their first win since when? 2003? Playoff win. Playoff win, yeah, yeah 2003. Yeah. And this was, you know, when you, have, when you have seniors, that will lead you. And this is key because last night we watched Deuce Anderson – uh, really step up, you know, and this is a young man who's a senior. You feel like he's the leader there with Fleming and, you know, he's with junior, uh, Nashawn Bonds in the backfield. Yes. Uh, both of them, Deuce Anderson had 220 yards last night. Bonds oh. had 151. Wow. But you know, when you look at these two guys, there's one thing you've got to notice. It's that offensive line. Yeah. That offensive line opens a lot of holes for these two young men. And that right there is key. When you've got, and, you know, Salem calls them mules. Yeah, you the know, mules, man. They're the always mules, doing it for yeah, the mules. They're always doing their work. They're always doing the job. But those are a group of young men that sometimes don't get the credit because you you the only thing you see in the highlights a lot of times are the, you know, the Deuce Anderson. Right. So they don't get the credit that they're due. And I really think that you've got to look at that offensive line last night. That offensive line held its ground last night, opened a lot of holes for Fleming. And again, Fleming is young. You know, granted, they'll, they'll lose Deuce Anderson, but there's a lot of youth there. You got to watch Fleming for the next couple of years because we may have a state title here somewhere along Uh-oh. the line. I'm uh, calling that out now. Calling that out now. I'm calling that out now. So I love it. Yeah, I love it. Hey, Deshaun Lewis, the quarterback there, had yes. 144 yards passing and 75 yards rushing too. Lewis English, you mentioned him earlier. The, yes, the sophomore receiver. Yeah, good five, basketball player. Oh yeah, too. he is. Yeah, five catches last night for 59 yards and a touchdown. How about that? This is a young man that, like I said, he's a sophomore. You're really going to have to watch, and that right there, like I said, they're just so young. Yeah, yeah. So, and putting this many points up, being this young, it scares me two years from now, a I year from now. I hear you. Don't be scared, Coach. I tried. <laughs> Don't be scared. All right, I'm going to call out a couple games before we pitch it to Jimmy uh, to talk about LCA and Brookville. Salem beat uh, Amherst County 24-7 last night. Kind of yeah. yeoman's work, you know, a couple one-yard scores, 27-yard field goal, uh, they were up 17 to nothing. You know, Amherst scored late, but still, you know, not a big offensive night. So I don't know if that that sends out any warnings to anybody. But, you know, Amherst is improving. Coach Christmas sure. is doing a good job. But uh, only a 24 to 7 win. A win's a win. That's it. Move on. Uh, and Coach Holter's doing a great job. You know, in the third quarter, Amherst had a uh, touchdown called back because of a holding penalty. Ugh. And you really felt like 
this was a game of two halves for Amherst. You know, Salem kind of dominated in the first half because Salem's doing what Salem does. Right. And, you know, it, it literally is just a heavy dose of, you know, wood and leftwich, wood and leftwich. Right. They're just beating you to death. You got to say leftwich that much? I do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's, that's family. Got to give credit where credit's due. But, you know, that's the thing. But really, you felt like in the second half of this game, Amherst won the second half, in my opinion. Wow. You really felt like Amherst had some things going that, you know, they would. One of the plays that really got me last night, they called a timeout. They had been handing it to the fullback. Fullback was picking up a chunk they of yards. They got a big fullback. They do. He was picking up a chunk of yards on it. Well, they take the timeout. You felt like they were going to do something different. They come back, they hand it to the fullback, touchdown. And it's like this young man literally on like four or five plays just takes it all the way down and scores a touchdown. Wow. And you're thinking to yourself, if you don't correct this problem, yeah. somebody's going to get you next week. Yeah. And guess who they get next week? Well, they get GW next yeah. week. Yeah. So this is going to be a tough game. The, the Salem team you saw last night better not be the Salem team that shows up against GW. Whoa. Because GW, out. Yeah, yeah, GW will step up and get them. Now I'm scared. Don't be scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Another game uh, again. Glenver uh, kicks yes. a field goal on the last play of the game. Look at uh, that. Aiden walked the quarterback, kicked a oh, field goal wow. to win it over Dan River, twenty three twenty one. How about Highlanders. that, Highlanders? Yep. Yeah. So Great. all right. So we wanted to call that one out. Uh, Jimmy, tell us a little bit more about this uh, LCA Brookville game, man. Yeah, that was? Uh, LCA controlled the line of scrimmage. Um, LCA had 510 yards total offense compared to Brookville's 235 yards uh, in the first down category. LCA had 24, Brookville only had five, and they held and and then LCA held Brookville to 33 yards rushing. So quite a wow. quite a stance there. Uh, just some quick stats for LCA. Uh, number one, Jalen Belford, nine carries for 115 yards, two TDs. Number 26, Cade Wyckoff, 17 carries for 134 Tough yards. Kid. Tough runner, yep. man. Two TDs. And then also number 10, Caleb Davidson, 15 carries for 71 yards. And giving some love out to the LCA quarterback, uh, Davis Lane. He was 11 for 14 for 185 yards, two TDs. And then an interesting stat that was provided by the machine was he was six for six uh, for 121 yards in the first quarter. So pretty wild. Now, not to leave out Brookville because uh, Brookville has had a great season. And uh, as we stated, hated that their first loss ended their season for them. But uh, a highlight from the Brookville side was a a 97-yard TD uh, catch and run by wide receiver Jahi Blake who had three catches for 115 yards. And then also uh, Ethan Roby had two catches for 71 yards. So uh, those are just some quick highlights from the game. Yeah, Jahi Blake's a specimen, man. He, I mean, when yeah. he walks out on the field, you're like, who let the college kid out That's here? it. Yeah. I mean, he is yeah. a big dude. He can run. And uh, it was great to see him get that long touchdown catch. You know, last night, 20 plays of 10 yards or more by LCA. Like mm. that. I mean, that'll do plays. it. I mean, that that is picking up chunks of, of yardage. Hey, we've got a great interview. We want to play of Coach Rocco from LCA after the game. He says some really interesting things, and we're going to play that for you right now. I think it it proof that what we felt after that after that first game, and we shared with you right here. Yes, I sir. can remember saying, you know, well, 
you know, it is what it is. We we just got most of our guys back a week ago because they were playing basketball and they were wrestling and doing whatever, and we just weren't very cohesive then. And playing a great, talented team like that, you're, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot, which we did. But you know, over the course of the last five and six weeks, I mean, we've slowly gotten better and better, and, and we had a tremendous blessing, which we thought was a curse early on when we lost a game due to COVID against Jefferson Forest. Right. And uh, what it did was allowed us a week to just get back to basics. And we came out of that gangbusters. We, we played William Fleming, who's a very good team, and we beat them, you know, 42 to 10 or something. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was. But uh, so, I mean, our kids have just been buying in and, and just getting better each week. Seems like you outnumbered them. You know, I was watching closely. It seemed like you would, you know, look, you know, looked like you were going one way and then you'd misdirection them another yeah, way. They, they, their linebackers are very, very great. And if you allow them to just run and, and hit gaps and stuff, they're going to they're going to get win most of the time. So we were doing a lot of things to give them eye candy and and get their eyes off. And then we looked like we we're going there, and we were going here. And then one time we'd go right at them. So we were just trying to keep them off ed, on edge there. But you know, and the big play early on, you guys hit some big plays. You guys, yeah. the, you're not the big plays are not too big for your kids. Yeah. It seems like they just they're comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Throwing the ball, getting the first down on fourth down, whatever it takes. Yeah, we, we I mean, I, I love our kids so much, and I, our parents are tremendous because they, they allow us to coach their boys hard, you know. We're trying to grow young men, Christian young men, and the world that they're about to go in is not very easy out there. So our parents allow us to, to work these kids hard and demand of them, and our kids are buying into that, and that's how that's how you... The, um, the the moment is not too big for them, you know, yes. because they're doing it every single day at practice, you know. Yes. Um, I played for Joe Paterno back a long time ago, and I was a quarterback, and Joe used to grind the quarterbacks. You know, a lot of a lot of people don't, you know, don't they treat the quarterback with kid gloves. Right. I mean, Joe used to grind us, and his philosophy was, you know, if you can't handle me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, and what I'm going to put you through, there's no way you're going to play in front of 100,000 people. And, uh, I mean, n- not that we're that that much, but I mean, our kids are they're they're, they're steely tough right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I heard you talk a little bit earlier about uh, your next opponent's heritage. Yeah. And man, they've been good every year. Oh, they're great. It's yeah. going to be a great game. Yeah, Br- Brad does a great job. The kids are tough and uh, they're very complete. They have so many athletes, and uh, so I mean, we're just thankful to be in it. We're we're going to host the game, host a region championship, and uh, you know, praise God. I tell you, many thanks to Coach uh, Frank Rocco. What a great coach over at LCA. And that was after the uh, win, 42-14 to 14 over Brookville. All right, got to go to a quick break. This is Crunch Time on WPLY. Come to Virginia Furniture Market for a great selection of reclining furniture with the latest in power reclining technology and up to 36 months, no interest financing. We're online at vafurnituremarket.com. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building 
be the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Hey, Roanoke, spring is sprung, and now is the time to get that Toyota you've always wanted. This month, we are featuring the all-new Venza. With rebates up to $22.50 or rates as low as 1.9% APR, it's a great time to get Toyota's latest and greatest. In addition, get rebates up to $12.50 or rates as low as 1.9% APR on the number one selling RAV4. Due to a record march, we also have a great selection of local trade-ins. Just in time for those tax returns. Spring is sprung, and remember, Haley has it for less. Would you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6. And Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop off Brambleton. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor? A volunteer? Teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow, financial advisor with the Merius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, and I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. Come to Virginia Furniture Market for a great selection of reclining furniture with the latest in power reclining technology and up to 36 months, no interest financing. We're online at vafurnituremarket.com. Welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Uh, man, I tell you, this show is flying by. All right, we want to get to our Haley Toyota Legendary Coach and Player segment. Uh, this is Coach Joel Hicks of Pulaski County. Okay, so I'm here today with Coach Joel Hicks, the former Pulaski County Cougar Legendary Coach. All right, so now I'm interested, too, in, I'm talking to all the coaches, about captains. Because uh, I, I think there's some magic to captains. I know some coaches pick them, some let the kids pick their own captains and, and there's different philosophies on that. But how important was a captain to a football team or, or maybe multiple captains to a football team? Uh, this goes back to the question you asked a little bit ago. You asked, uh, how's your leader of the team? The leader of the team was my captain. That's that guy that came, uh, he may, he may, that's that guy that came to, to weightlifting every time. That's that guy that came to practice early, left late. That's the guy that's here every day. That leader was my captain. So did you you pick him? I or picked him. You picked him. And did you have one or did you have multiple captains? I usually had two. Two. And uh, and then then we go into the first game with that, those captains. 
you have a great game. You're going down against Willis White's team at Salem, and you you made seven, eight, nine individual tackles, blocked the punt, and intercepted the ball. You're going to be captain next week. So you could earn it the game before. The game before. That's, that's the way I handled it. So did you have when you had two? Did you did you have, try to have one offense and one defense? So you had a guy out there all the time. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. That's fascinating. Yeah, that's fascinating. That's that's. I, I, I like those kind of questions. I think Eric Webb was, a, was another one of those great leaders like Jeff King. Eric Webb, uh, in the state championship game, he, uh, uh, I think, scored three touchdowns, blocked two punts. He, he was a great player, a great leader. You know, so I was thinking back to when you were at WVU. Did you bring a lot of things that you learned while playing and coaching at WVU to the high school game? Uh, no, no, I, I ran the wing T a lot down here. I ran the I formation, which... Uh, I didn't do there, but uh, what, I, what I brought from West Virginia University, I, I worked for Coach Signetti, and I really learned how to structure a practice schedule, hmm. how, to, how to structure a practice schedule. And I, I never did this before I went up, but uh, you would uh, have 12-minute, 10-minute periods, 12, 10-minute periods. So you'd have a period one and two, period one and two is warm-up, conditioning, boom, boom. Period three, say it's an offensive practice. Your linemen went, introduced the new plays. Your backs went down, introduced, so you went three, four. Uh, five and six periods of whistle blows, like one of the managers blew the whistle. Five or six periods, you moved in the half team. Uh, the linemen would be all together down here and the backs all together up on this end of the field. Uh, period nine, 10, 11 was team where you run your offense. I, lo- I really learned how to structure, and that was really been a, a, that was really beneficial to me, learning how to structure a practice game. So that probably helped the kids, too, because they, they kind of knew what was coming. They could prep themselves and really get after it in that one section. Section, yeah. Huh. So did all colleges do that at that time? They probably they do probably it now. They probably did. Or they, I, 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 I don't know. I, Coach Signetti did. Of course, he's, uh, he's in the Hall of Fame, too, as so, uh, as a, as a college football coach, yeah, so, I think that's really, really significant. And you brought that here. I wonder. I bet you a lot of folks copied yeah, well, you. You just don't. You, did, you know what you didn't. You just don't go out and uh, start talking in 15 minutes. You're supposed to be in there for 10, and you get hung up on your coach and talking. And that doesn't work there. You got 10 minutes to get it in, right? And the whistle's going to blow, and you're, they're going to leave you. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to get the work done. Got to get the work done. Um, what what is uh, present in today's game that, um, or, or is there anything present in today's game that you wish you would have had, or, or what was there anything that that came along in coaching that you thought was significantly that changed the game for you, that helped you? Was there anything like, uh, you know, I think one coach said, uh, you know, the the advent of film. You know, when you could tape, yeah. watching film and stuff like that. Was there anything like that? Or maybe it was film for you as well. Yeah, it was uh, film, film. We spent, uh, I guess we were known here Pulaski for our Sunday meetings. We, we'd get that, uh, we'd get, we'd get, which is not like it is now, but we, we, would, we would send the coaches to the game with, with two films. And if I was going to play Salem, Salem's coach could be in and handed me the last two games. My coach went down and handed Salem and scouted them. And then, then you come back on Sundays and broke it down, broke the film down. You break it into the games that they've played. And I, and I think then, too, 
and this is going to shock you, but I think then too, if, if I was watching mess up screen right there, and I'd get up and, and watch and they ran this play, I'd call the play 22, something that's, the terminology is the same as what all the coaches understand. I'd, I'd put that down myself. 22, 22, 22. They run it 14 times, 22. But I think today they break it down for you. You don't have the feel that I had on that on that football field. I knew what was coming because I did it by myself up here with a piece of chalk. Right. And I, I think that, that that probably really helped my coaching. Oh, thanks so much to Coach Joel Hicks. Love talking to him. What a great legend he uh, is and was as a coach. Uh, just a lot of fun. All right, so uh, we're gonna um, we're gonna jump right into the Jimmy thing. Uh, get going with that. Jimmy's got a, a good one today. Go ahead, take it away, Jimmy. All right, Carl. So my Jimmy thing is called uh, the number sixty-one. Really means something to the Brookville Bees. On May 6, twenty eighteen, Skyler McConnell, or as his friends called him, Skybuck, was killed in a car crash at the age of seventeen. He was a junior at Brookville. His friends said he was loved by everyone. He was a real country boy, and he was very respectful. He was an avid hunter, hence the name Skybuck, and he also loved to wear camouflage. He wore the number 61 and was a lineman for the Brookville Bees. He loved the restaurant La Carreta. A bench is at the restaurant in memory of him. On September 7, 2018, at the first home game, they honored Skybuck with a theme night of, of camouflage. They carried his jersey, number 61, out on the for the coin toss, and they only had 10 players on the field on the first play of the game. As head coach John Meeks wrote, the coolest part of the night came when the Bees scored a TD in the middle of the third quarter to give them a score of 61 points. The team chose to take a knee instead of kicking the extra point to keep the score at 61. With 16 minutes left in the game, they decided to make sure we didn't score another point. Three players stepped out of bounds inside the 10-yard line and they took a knee on more than 12 plays to keep the score at 61. The team was one TD away from breaking the all-time scoring record for a single game in Brookville history held since 1948. All the players and the coaches decided that keeping the score at 61 was more important. And this year, the team did the same thing last Friday night when they played Jefferson Forest and won 61-17 to by taking a knee and not scoring any more points. So as I said before, the number 61 really means something to the Brookville Bees, and that's my Jimmy thing. Wow. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. You know, uh, sports is, is so much more than the sport itself. Yeah. I mean, these relationships, and, you know, it's so sad to, to hear that that young man lost his life, but they're still honoring him. Three years later, yeah. They're still honoring him. Yeah. Wow. And just a quick uh, thank you to uh, Mark and David. They were on the sidelines, and... Uh, the good Lord set me beside them for some reason, and actually, uh, Mark and David was our neighbors. They were neighbors to Sky Bucks, so it was just interesting that we got an inside view to hear from them. How about that? That's awesome. All right, so um, let's go. We're going to jump right into the five things you need to know about football this week. The first one I'm going to talk about just really briefly, it's more news than necessarily football, but it has to do with football, and I'm going to bring it up. I'm not, I'm, again... Uh, just because it happened after last week's Cave Spring win over Hidden Valley, 17 to 14, there was a, a young person at Cave that uh, decided to actually display some bad judgment and used a, a photograph of 
um, you know, George Floyd, right. who had passed away uh, at the at the, the hands of a, a police officer. And that's, that's you know, on trial right now. They're trying to decide who's, a, you know, what to do there. But, uh, you know, they he took the logos and he, you know, he put Case Spring on, on the uh, officer and, and Hidden Valley on the, on George Floyd and really bad taste, you know, but the reason I'm bringing this up is because it, been, it made national news. Yeah. Okay. And these are kids. Yeah. I mean, they're make. yeah, they made a bad choice. They, they are punished. They are being punished, but does it have to go all the way to national news? I know that's a, a hot topic right now. And, uh, but anyways, I just wanted to bring it up because it's in the news and it's about our area and it has to do with football, but that's number five. Number four, plus ones. So uh, I really like this. So the end of this year, you know, we had a lot of teams that didn't make the playoffs, but they wanted to keep playing. They only sure. played six games. So we had a bunch of plus one games, and Jimmy talked about a lot of them. Bird beat Wilson Memorial 39-12. Giles over Fort Chiswell 30-6. to Bassett 24-13 over Floyd County. Magna Vista just got by Northside 23-20. Auburn 63-14 over Bath County. Anyways, I like this because, you yeah. know, they're not playing for anything other than they want to keep playing. That's it. Love of the game. Love of sport. Number three, COVID decides. So we've already had one game, Amelia County over King William, that was decided because King William had a COVID outbreak and right. couldn't play their playoff game. Yeah. So Amelia moves on, and, and I, you know, it is what it is. I mean, that's the world we live in right now. Number two, rematches. Jimmy and I were talking about this a little earlier. So as you look at the games coming up, just a few rematches across the state. Tuscarora now is going to play Broad Run, Division Four teams. Tuscarora beat Broad Run, Broad Run 20 to 19 okay. earlier. Oh, wow. Look so that. that one we're going to keep an eye on. Yeah. Uh, Tuscarora beat Salem last year in the playoffs. So, you know, Broad Run's always good. In Division Five, Stonebridge plays Briarwoods again, and Stonebridge beat them earlier, 56 to 29. So a rematch there. Division six, James Madison, 10 to 3 over Chantilly earlier this year. They play again. Battlefield, 35-12 over Patriot. They also play again. And then I'm just going to call it one that they didn't play. Uh, Heritage versus LCA. A couple of our teams around here. You know, they're in the Seminole dis- district, but because of the way the schedule worked out, they didn't play each other this year. Right. So their first game is going to be yeah. in the playoffs. Look at that. Wow. At LCA. At LCA. They, yeah. they host yeah. it. All right. So, and then looking forward, uh, my number one thing you need to know about high school football this week, Heritage at LCA. I mentioned GW Danville at Salem. These are all great games, I think, coming up. Glenver at Appomattox. Yeah. That'll mm. get your attention right you there. got it. Mountain View at, uh, at Fleming. Fleming's hosting the game. Yep. We talked about that. And listen to this one, guys. Narrows at Galax. Oh, nice. Wow, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, those two teams run into each other all the time. Uh, at least every year in the playoffs. All right, so uh, let's talk about the Great Eight poll okay. or the Great Debate poll, as some people in here call it. Really? Um, just because they don't agree with me, Jimmy. All right, so mm-hmm. this, this week, this week for me, number eight, Franklin County. Yeah, they lost to Thomas Dale, forty-one thirty-one, but you know, uh, certainly a a good effort. Number seven, Pulaski County, again lost their third straight. This one to GW Danville, but an interception on the one-yard line with 33 seconds left was the difference. They're number seven for me. Number six, Patrick Henry, you know, bowed out with a 14-7 loss to Mountain View. Great season. I mean, that was only their second loss. They're number six. Number five, now, you might move these guys up a little bit. Okay. Number five for me, climbing the pole, is Heritage. Okay. Heritage, six and one, beat Rockbridge County, the number one seed in that 
in that region in in uh, in in their region over there, forty eight to ten, beat them pretty handily. Number four, I've still got them ahead of them, even though they bow out with a six and one record is Brookville. Brookville beat Heritage head to head, so they lost to LCA forty two to fourteen. We talked a lot about that. Number three, LCA, you got to have them up there. Yep. Number three, six and one, beat Brookville. Maybe the most impressive win of all the teams this this week so far. And then my number ones, I got two of them. Oh, brother. <laughs> Lord Botetot plays Christiansburg today. Jimmy and I will be out there at 1 o'clock. That's Carl's gonna finally going to get to see him. That's going to be a good game, uh, I think. Christiansburg at Botetot at 1 o'clock. And then Salem, who beat Amherst 24-7, 7 and up. Right. So, um, all right, guys, what's the debate there? Got any problems? The the only issue I have, <laughs> and you know I was going to have one, and and it's simply I, I would take Heritage and put Heritage above Brookville right okay. now just for the simple fact that LCA and Heritage, look, I know what Lord Botetot has. I know what Salem has, two very good teams, but you want to talk about two teams that are moving forward right. at a rapid pace right now, and that's right. Heritage and LCA. Good point. They're going to give somebody a lot of problems. They're going to give each other a lot They're of gonna problems. They're going to give right. That's right. going to be but settled I'm, next week. Yeah, it'll be settled next week. Yep. But you'll have one of those teams that will come out of there, and they're going to give somebody problems. This is a. These are two teams that easily could be a state champion in in well, you know the next couple of weeks. And I'm I'm still saying because I'm staying consistent with what I said from week one. <laughs> wow. That, that wow. LB is by far should be number one. Nothing against Salem. That's correct. Lord Botetot, as I said from the day I saw them beat GW Damble, uh, they should be number one. So, of course, that, you've seen them what a couple times. I've already. seen them play twice, and today will make the third time. So, yeah, no, like I said, with the Salem game with GW, if Salem doesn't step that game up, GW will get them. That it, it's really scary when you sit there and you look at that. But I'm I'm telling you that last night, Amherst kind of did some things that I haven't seen a team do against Salem, hmm. and GW could reach up and get them if they're not careful. Well, those are all good comments. And, you know, maybe calling them out, Coach, you know, gets gets their attention over there. Well, and I, and I, you know, I don't know if they were just kind of, you know, looking past Amherst a little bit last night, but you just, you, you know, and that's not Holter's ball. Well, and I will say, I don't think GW Damble is the same team that, Played Lord Botetot that they are now. Right. I do not. So, yeah. Okay. yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. So, big game today. We talked about it. Christiansburg versus Lord Botetot. The keys for me in this game, Christiansburg, keep keep it low scoring, sustain drives, keep the ball away from Rice, Peary, and Arnholt. Give yourself a chance in the fourth quarter. That's Christiansburg. That's what they got to do. Botetot, do what they do. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's don't it. be changing things. Yep. A steady diet of Rice. Hunter Rice, right. give him the ball. <laughs> be patient. Wear the Blue Demons down. Don't be in a hurry right. to beat them in the first quarter. Right. Play your game. Stay away from those penalties. Plain and simple. Just play your game. Awesome. Great job. All right. So tune in next Saturday, 10 a.m. for Crunch Time. This uh, Got some big matchups. I'll tell you, it's going to be fun. Check out. Don't forget to check out our Haley Toyota Legendary Coach interview uh, next week. Uh, the Crunch Great Eight debate will go on. Great show today. Thanks to all you fine people for listening. Couldn't do it without you. Special thanks to, to our uh, sponsors as well. Without you, there'd be no us. We are humbly appreciative for Coach Randy. He's Jimmy Whitaker. I'm Carl York. You've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's, it's all, all for, for him. him.
Hey, Roanoke, spring is sprung, and now is the time to get that Toyota you've always wanted. This month, we are featuring the all-new Venza. With rebates up to $22.50, or rates as low as 1.9% APR, it's a great time to get Toyota's latest and greatest. In addition, get rebates up to $12.50, or rates as low as 1.9% APR on the number one selling RAV4. Due to a record march, we also have a great selection of local trade-ins. Just in time for those tax returns. Spring is sprung, and remember, Haley has it for less.